Buddy over here? No. It's not out. Jesus. I think they're going to hold off to try and get that in the cinema. Oh, God. Yeah, I can't. Because that's, you know, family pictures are going to do big. Easter holiday. Like they've, uh, well, oh, I mean, no. no, but they pushed forward in America Peter Rabbit 2. To, uh, yeah. It was going to be in August and now it's May because they know that people will go to cinema for family films. Mm. They can make money off of that because the Croods and Tom and Jerry have been big hits in America. So, yeah, I suppose that's right. Oh, you're buzzing again. Oh no, we should. Be... Mm. You know, maybe it's you on your end. Maybe it might be. Because I hear like bits and pieces as well. All right. Okay. Stop fucking playing me. Sorry, <laughs> it's all your fault. It was Andrew all uh, along. What? Never mind. Keep typing. Typing? I'm not typing. I was just moving the the microphone. Oh, it sounded like a keyboard was being stroked. No. I was fascinated by what by what you might have been doing because you know you could have gone to Letterboxd <laughs> and write a review and rate WandaVision the, the movie WandaVision on Letterboxd can you post oh, oh, I hate stuff. that stuff I, I saw uh, Demi did your eBay posted a little thing I was like oh so WandaVision's on there great everything's on the system isn't it it's uh, that bugs me because like Twin Peaks is not a movie yeah <laughs> um and um the 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 magic film that I watched I was very kind of magic I, film. Uh, now you see me too <laughs> I keep forgetting what it's called the one that you didn't like but I fucking loved in and and of itself of it self yeah um I was I was really debating with myself whether that counted as a movie I mean it's been filmed for. Per- with a purpose. It's not that it's just uh, here's some, you know, here's a camera facing the thing like it's National Theatre. Yeah. yeah. It is Frank Oz has watched the show a bunch of times and decided how to film it to, you know, extrapolate it and adapt it to the screen and then cut it down mm-hmm. into the form. So it is a film. Okay, good, good. Uh, well, yeah, I, I, I was debating myself and then I saw it on uh, Letterboxd and I was like, all right, fuck it. Um, but I, I hadn't looked properly at what are a lot of TV shows on there. Like, I mean, I don't look for TV shows on there because you I'm know, I'm Andrew I'm 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 Jones and I'm a cinephile. I'm Johnny Ellis and I am Movie Mad. Are you Movie Mad? I am indeed. You're buzzing a bit. You're buzzing a bit. Am I buzzing? You're buzzing a bit. <laughs> How bad am I buzzing? Uh, not too bad. We should be fine. Yeah, I think it's. If I do, uh, yeah, yep, yep, that's grand. Um, I'm looking. I didn't do anything. I just waited for a while. It's still a bit buzzy, but it's fine. Uh, no, no Game of Thrones on Letterboxd, so we're good. And the buzzing seems to have stopped. I'm going to put my phone on airplane mode. And come back. Uh, oh well. Uh, I am. Mo- I, I've already wow. said that. I'm moving mad. <laughs> I'm moving mad. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> um, what are we watching this week, Andrew? Uh, this week we're following on from last week. Okay, so Blazing Saddles two. How dare you! <laughs> How dare you! A Blazing Saddles sitcom. We're doing we're doing uh, a two two 
we're for this month we're doing two lots of two films for a thing. So we started off with Vin Diesel because you know every good month starts off with Vin Diesel. Right. But uh, we did Blazing Saddles, and yeah. now we're going to go from a comedy western to a western comedy, western to a western comedy. Western comedy. Uh, <laughs> I guess. It doesn't really work for the next two weeks when it's a comedy, blah, and then a blah. I but... didn't think of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid as a comedy. What did you think of it? So let's uh, we're talking Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Um, the film this week, which you should notice by looking at any other thing we've got on our thing. I thought it was uh, the uh, the Sundance original movie. It was like you know the oh yeah, it's from the, Sundance the origin. Show. The origin um, story. This is how was a TV show rectify <laughs> to four seasons. Yeah. Um, no, I I thought it was like a a straight up sort of crime thing um, until I realised that it's got a bit of a western thing to it. But I assume it's sort of still modern day ish, not like you know seventies. <laughs> I have no idea what to expect now. Should I be expecting a hoot? It depends. Hoot nanny. I mean, okay, right. Yeah, hoot nanny. Yes, a hoot. Not so much. I don't think there's many owls in this film. Right. You should okay. stop expecting owls in every film. Not every <laughs> film deals with the guardians of Gahul. If you look hard enough, every film has got an owl in it. But are they guardians? Every every owl is the guardian. Not every owl is a guardian. I don't no, know if you've seen the Guardians. I've not seen the Guardians of Gahul. <laughs> Legends of the Guardians of the Owls of Gahul. But uh, those, the Guardians of Gahul, they are trained. Ah. They are found and trained and looked after and taken care of. And they all have special traits. Some of them are medics. Some of them are fighters. Some of them are scouts. You are would know this lovers? if you have, you know, no, none of them are lovers. If you had ah. watched the Legends of the Guardians of the Owls of Gahul, maybe on 3D Blu-ray in the last couple of months, because you've gone through <laughs> a lot of the 3D Blu-rays just to watch again, say, hey, I've not wasted money over this time buying these £2, £3 Blu-rays that no one cared to ever own. Um, <laughs> is it worth watching? No. Yeah, I was going to say. No, of course not. It's one of the shorter Zack Snyder films, but it doesn't make it one of the better ones, because they're all kind of bad. Would it be better in black and white and in a four? The thing is, I need it to be looking like it's from an old TV screen. I want it to be the One Division of its time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we all want everything to be the One Division of its time now. Yeah, and I'm really excited for the cliffhanger of uh, the upcoming, I believe, tomorrow. The... Right? Is it tomorrow? I believe it's tomorrow. The 18th. God, it is tomorrow. The upcoming tomorrow cliffhanger. Yes. Would be. <laughs> just you know a police standby yeah god <laughs> um can I mean, you believe we get four hour movie and they can't even finish it yeah i do you think this is gonna do anything because they keep saying no, like this is it that but like do yeah, you think the cliffhangers... Jackson's, yeah. <laughs> do you think the cliffhanger is gonna do anything in terms of uh creating a big buzz I think the cliffhanger won't, won't matter. I think the amount of people who will say, actually, I don't want to watch a four-hour fucking film, will remind <laughs> Warner Brothers that they shouldn't have given in to some horrendous toxic pressure by I people who are I... so abusive to other people who have had like any ideas be... above their station to say, hey, you know what, maybe let's move on with our lives. I feel like it's going to be quite a big 
release. Um, I think people have seen Justice League, yeah. and they have no interest in seeing Justice League with you know swearing and blood, and what, four hours. What is twice as long? What and really, maybe we get another scene with J.K. Simmons. What really confuses me is that. But we get Jared Leto. People seem to forget what uh, Man of Steel and Batman v Superman were like. Like, oh, but awful. Yeah, and, and yet they, they believe they that Zack Snyder is going to bring, bring this Justice League, you know. No, but those people like those films. That's the point. That's they, for strange. some reason, like those films. Because, think... you know, they're dark and gritty. They don't like Marvel having jokes and pop and stuff. I was like, mm. you know what? They're all fucking shit. Yeah, see, that's why yeah, I like the TV shit. stuff. Put Cassie and the Sundance Kid, you see? Yes. We're going to harken back to an era yes. when the films were films. Um, and men were Paul Newman. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, got no uh, idea what to expect about. Well, you know, there's Paul Newman. And what you don't know about it is also the Sundance Kid. Right. Bobby Redman. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, you, you I know t- Bobby Redman, right? Redman? Yeah, he 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 had that uh, that famous line in the uh, the boat movie. Do you remember his famous line in the boat movie? Uh, that's not a fish. This is this is a fish. No, do you do you not remember his his big line in All Is Lost? He has no. a, a sequence where he writes out a letter to his daughter. Right. Well, you know, threatened by the prospect of finally drowning after the boat's going to collapse. But he has, the point is, it's a wordless performance. But he does have one big line. What's the one big line? I can't recite it in his emotive nature because, you know, Robert Redford is one of the great actors. But the line is, fuck! Sounds like a Nicolas Cage line. No, no. <laughs> fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck, 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 um, i tell you one thing that, uh, um, that I think of when I think of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid is um, when I used to have the... VHS tapes of uh, the Friends series. On one of them, I think it advertised the the next series coming out on on tape, um, and it and how did uh, advertise that? It it had like loads of clips from the next. Oh. Was it? I, I, I don't know. It, coming out and saying, "Hey, <laughs> I'm here." No, the others will show he, up for this promotional video. As he always does. Um, so, you know, uh, you, you go ahead. Well, no, um, I remember there was a clip uh, where it's like, remember the one with and it, uh, with this and with that, but it's not the actual episode titles. Um, and at one point, uh, there's a joke someone makes um, where uh, they say, oh, Rachel's out with someone or something. And uh, they, he says, someone says, do you know what she's doing? And Chandler goes, oh, you know, I think she's just going to uh, do a little dance, make a little love, and, and basically get down tonight. Um, and that said something like Rachel and the Sundance Kid. That's all I've got in my head. That's that's the one thing I think of when I think of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. So I imagine that song's going to come into play. But then I feel like it's too... That would be uh, anachronistic, too old for that. wouldn't it? It's to- too old for that song. To have a, you know, a Western with a pop song in it, that would be yeah. weird. Yeah, but then why would they 
make that reference in the trailer, in the advert. It's been something that's Maybe been on my joke. mind all Maybe these years. It's just a, they thought it was a funny, witty line. But why would they say the Sundance Kid if it's no, if there's no reference to it? In... Maybe there was like a thing in which the character looked like Robert Redford. Maybe. Or was it an indie filmmaker? I'm still, I'm still hoping that this song pops up because <laughs> that's all I've got to go on. Of course, do you remember the episode of uh, Entourage called The Sundance Kids? No, I barely remember Entourage, I've got to admit. Well, there's the episode of Entourage called The Sundance Kids in which they're taking Queen's Boulevard to Sundance because they're oh, excited right. about it, you know. Ah, uh, okay, right. Billy Walsh is iconic. Are you kidding me? I am Queen's Boulevard. All black and white, in which they want to colourise it later on and to make sure these baby blue eyes pop. And it's like, no, it's right. black and white for a purpose. And... Um, they have this altercation they're constantly being embattled against by a producer a famous producer who really wants to uh, have the rights to it but wants to dick them over it every time and he's loud and yelling and obnoxious and almost has a coronary the entire time and his first name is Harvey I wonder oh. who that was a reference to <laughs> I wonder who that was a reference to Entourage was woke yeah well, okay yeah Dave um how do you Dave. feel I'm going to enjoy do you think I'm going to enjoy Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid it's a classic if you don't enjoy it I will be kind of hurt I believe I've got a feeling you're going to watch this and I think I, I, I hope you'll be on board pretty quickly are there particular scenes I'm going to be like like are there, are there you know are there scenes that I'd, I'd want to go back over I think it's an overall sense of charm Right, okay. It's, it's Paul Newman and Robert Rutherford. It's their chemistry together that would go on to do the Steam as well. You know, um, they become, they'd become buddies, you know. I, I assume one of them is the, is the aforementioned Sundance kid. Yeah. Um, is Robert it Redford. Ever... Oh, he's... he's Rev- that's why... Are you kidding me? Right, I'm, I, I don't know. Are you kidding me? Right. The, the founder of the Sundance Film Festival. Oh, right, okay, that makes sense. Yeah? <laughs> yeah? Are you cheapers? Oh, I didn't know he was the Sundance Kid. I just thought he took the title from one of the films that he have was you, in. Have you, have, you, have you tried to uh, get your film into uh, Witch Cassidy <laughs> Film Festival lately? I've tried. If you can't do it, maybe you can go down a couple <laughs> of pegs and uh, get to the Slam Dance equivalent, which is, you know, Blutch Craspy. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the time you do have to show a shot of someone urinating just to make sure it gets into that one it's it's tough to do it's, it's a crass pee if he'd late if he'd waited a little longer to start the festival it, it could have been called the winter soldier festival how dare you <laughs> how dare you that um, he is an old man he has a gun <laughs> and his last film might end up being avengers <laughs> <laughs> um, i mean going out with two billion yeah <laughs> well so what, Remember how, um, how great he was in Pete's Dragon? God, yeah. He's telling the story of the legends of the dragon in the forest, and you believe it so deeply mm. because he's saying it, and it just adds some folklore legend to this. And then, you, you know, they've got the cops chasing him, and it's Isaiah Whitlock, and he's looking at the dragon going, She! <laughs> now, um, kids, this, uh, this Sundance kid... Maybe, maybe, maybe. Oh, you know what? If they did it in the nineties, he might have changed it to the Indecent Proposal Film Festival. Is that what you were going to say? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> every, I was trying every, to think of some of the films. But that was every the first. film is is often a million dollars 
for the right <laughs> to get you get no royalties back. <laughs> That's the way it goes. That's actually not a bad idea. You get, and concept. you get fucked. Well, I mean, that's Hollywood, baby. Um, but by Robert Redford, would you? Hey, hey, Johnny. Oh, oh, God, yeah. A night with Robert Redford. Oh yeah. How much? How much? Redford. How much for Newman's own though? <laughs> to have Paul Newman's ranch dressing all over you. How much would you? Oh, you would you be willing to get paid for that? Ah, uh, I don't know. There's, those, there's not a price. Come on, those 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 deep blue eyes, baby. But um, this Sundance kid, do they explain why he's called the Sundance kid? Butch Cassidy sounds like a name. That's that's a name. But Sundance kid, he's been given that somehow. So does he just appear and he's like, I'm the Sundance kid? Last week, Gene Wilder was, was it, the Frisco kid? Yeah. They explain that? Can't remember he's probably that. From, he was yeah. probably from the location. Or was become, you know... It was that... an actual location called Sundance? How could it be from a film festival that didn't even exist yet? This makes no sense. Sundance Film Festival happens at Park Slope, Utah. What is wrong with you? Right, so where's Sundance? Sundance. Maybe it's nowhere. Maybe it's in the mind. In the mind? Maybe it's the people. Asgard is not a place. It's a people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm already picking apart this film... In terms of you're not picking apart the film, you're just contemplating what the film might be. You don't know. You yeah. know nothing, Johns. I yeah, I do know nothing. That's true. Johns, no. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say the line. If you don't say it all, then the Candyman will come and stick bee in your face. <laughs> That's another film I need to watch. Remember when yeah, there was a Candyman to... film coming out? Yeah. Yeah, remember when the Castle. <laughs> Went and announced that she's got a new was it a Marvel movie? She's doing now. Yeah, something like that. The fuck? What is she doing? It's something big, isn't it? Let's see what news got her. It's not Captain Marvel two, is it? Marvel two. Captain Marvel two. Is it? Oh, it's Marvel two. That was teed up so perfectly in Wonder Vision. Apparently. Um... Eminently habitable. <laughs> Just wait free, until next free week. Fred people... Well, no, wait until this Friday when people start uh, guessing who's going to cameo in uh, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Well, we already know. That's the cliffhanger for the Justice League. If they <laughs> enter the uh, they they enter the Multi- serververse. Serververse. <laughs> Because they're being chased by uh, the AI G Wizard. What is it called? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to go into the franchise we know as Casablanca. <laughs> oh, the well, IP, the, the famous IP that they keep making, you know, reboots and video games and VR experiences of. <laughs> well, they, they maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon. <laughs> well, um, one more thing about Justice League, though. Oh, sorry, I reckon. Robert. I reckon it, it is going to be huge on uh, HBO Max. No, I don't it's not. Know it's about... going to be four by three. Is it going to be? No, don't don't do that. Because yeah. what? Yeah. Fuck off! I'm sorry. Kidding? I'm not kidding. That's what I've heard. Is they confirm that it's going to that it, that's the ratio they're putting out there? Why? That's it. Because it was shot for that. What? Why would it be shot for that? 
Because it's, it's shot for IMAX and Zack Snyder like loved the, ah. the the format so much that you do really. Did you know that he's redone the Batman vs Superman, the Ultimate Edition, in the same format now? Oh Jesus! The the, the, the upcoming they're re-releasing it in 4K in that format. But it just makes no sense that they're ending on a cliffhanger, but they've got no plans to continue it on, and they've spent seventy million dollars on well, doing flash, this. Yeah, <laughs> that, that pile of whatever that's going to fucking be. Yeah, but like, it's going to be huge on even HBO Max. Miller could try and because solve. People, people are paying for HBO Max anyway, so they'll they'll probably get around. They'll probably watch some of it, and it'll uh, they'll watch it'll just get enough. Down. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've watched at this point four seasons of Ballers. Do they reckon we're going to get <laughs> another season of Ballers out of this? Because I'm not sure if season five is going to end on a completely um, clear note. And I'm not going to count Tenet as part of the franchise. But whether it will be big over sure, here sure. and other places where they're charging £20 a pop for it. Premium to, video on demand. To watch it for two days. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, that's one watch, right? Yeah, I, uh, this is an episode about bitch Cassie and Sundance Kid. Yeah, sorry, but I, I'm, I'm just getting. No, 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 it's fine. To get to Justice We're talking League, about you know this, this is the birth of blockbuster cinema. Yeah, it just makes no sense ultimate. that they that they'd put all this time and effort into this film and and end it on a cliffhanger and be like, yeah, but you're never going to see what uh, the ending to that. You know, you're never going to see the the follow up to that cliffhanger. Yeah, it's like if you're watching, I don't know, Paul W S Anderson's Three D Musketeers. I don't even remember that. I, I know, definitely saw it. I watched a couple of weeks ago again in right. 3D. I can go through the 3D things thinking this is a fun one anyway. You don't remember the end of that? I don't remember the end of that. So they've taken the uh, jewel back from Orlando Bloom and stolen his, uh, you know, new balloon based ship. Right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, had a fight with Mads Mikkelsen on his balloon based ship, fought on the uh, edges of Notre Dame. You're making me want to watch the, <laughs> this cool. movie. It's yeah. so much fun. And uh, so it ends and everyone's all happy. The Cardinal's kind of a bit annoyed at, like, what's going on. I had, you know, it's me. I love rumours and I had the great <laughs> plan to destroy you. <laughs> and uh, Mila Jovovich is thrown in the ocean, dead. And then he gets picked up in the ocean by Orlando Bloom in one of those floaty ships. In a pirate costume for some reason. Well, yeah, of course in a pirate costume. <laughs> But with a crazy moustache, that's his character. You know, he is basically the same thing. It's just with a crazy moustache. That's so he could twirl his moustache. That's what he's doing. Marvelous. You laugh, but that's literally the whole point of the film. Is he's like, what if I was evil, Will Turner? <laughs> and yet, still, you know, I, I have scenes with Christoph Waltz where we're both just twirling our moustaches as hard as possible and seeing which one twirls hardest. <laughs> and what if James Corden was there? But the whole point is, everyone hates him and shits upon him the entire film. Oh. Like perfect okay. casting for that. It's like, oh, why is he in this film? And then everyone's just like, clean up my shit. Paul Douglas Addison knows casting. I mean, you know, what's better casting than Matthew McFadden and Luke Evans and Ray Stevenson? <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it ends. And then, you know, Orlando Bloom's on this ship with Milo Jovovich and they're like, we're going to head to France to war, George. And then we peel out and there's like a thousand. It's like the uh, Rise of Skywalker all the ship shop, but they're all the floating balloon ships uh-huh. heading across the sea to fight France. Right. And musketeers. It's like, that's a great, oh, that would be a great, how much did I need to make in the box office? Oh, it would have been. <laughs> um, Instead, we had to get two more Resident Evil films. And then Monster Hunter. Speaking of 
sequels. Um, I feel like Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid has got a sequel. Yeah. Or am I thinking of the French Connection because they have the bit of kind of similar? French Connection certainly has a sequel. Do you know what that yeah. one's called? French Connection Two. No. The second French Connection. French. The second best French Connection. <laughs> the French Connection. Capital I. Capital I. Ah, uh, capital I. Capital I. Um, but I feel like there's a. Is there a sequel to Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid that was less successful? No. No. Chinatown has a sequel. Uh-huh. Um, Jake's it's two Chinatowns. It's oh, oh, I, th- I think Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. I think they die at the end of this. I think you might I... be thinking they actually have a TV spin-off. Unfortunately, oh, right. it ran okay. four seasons and no. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> what if the whole thing is every film has secretly had four seasons of a TV show that we never saw and sometimes accidentally Limitless will come out the box <laughs> remember the Limitless show oh. Bradley Cooper was in it he, he came back he he's a producer he was in it for a couple of episodes and he played his character that's the point like it's another po- person trying to do the Limitless thing and he's got too much knowledge and maybe he's the bad guy Wow. I think Colin Salmon was in it. Bloody hell. Colin Salmon from the upcoming Bob Odenkirk action thriller, Nobody. Which I've still not seen the trailer for. Don't have to watch the trailer for it. If you know what uh, Bob Odenkirk looks like, and you've seen a John Wick film, you think, <laughs> oh, I'm piecing those two together. I'll watch this. So is it another dog situation? No, there's a family. Ah, uh, well, dog's family. Dog no. is family for life. No, I've not seen a dog in a Fast and Furious film. <laughs> Not yet. Oh my god. Oh my god, what if they decide to do a CGI family picture? Yeah, for kids. <laughs> I mean, I'd watch that. Um, Who well, wouldn't watch it? Are you kidding me? I've watched it before, and it chapter two. <laughs> yeah, just imagine, you know, they just play... What if, what if they remake Fast... Uh, what if they remake Furious 7 as the animated dog picture? How good I mean, would that be? You know, yeah. British Bulldog doing the Jason Statham thing. Why don't you just remake every film as a Fast and Furious film? You, let's go through the server verse. Cats, the let's, Fast and Furious film. I, 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 <laughs> I'm not going to spoil much, but I have watched uh, the Fast and the Furious recently. And there's a sequence where they go to the race wars in the desert. And as I was watching, I was thinking, these guys are pretty self-sufficient when it comes to handling their mechanics. I think, you know, of all the characters in all the franchises, these guys would probably do well in the Mad Max verse. They would, you know, they they wouldn't out-support Joe, Joe, but they'd have their own family (laughs) barbecue pit. and Do a pretty good job on their own and maybe, you know, have to sell some wares to get by. But they'd also be, you know, stealing TV VCR combos on the side. They would have a really big... um... Set piece for stealing some water. That would be fun. I could see them driving um, like a big tank of water, like they did in Fast Five with the bank vault. Mm. Oh yeah, the vault through them. Yeah. Also in uh, Four, they have the big rig heist as well. They got I that remember going. nothing about Four. Yeah, we'll get to that at some point. Yeah. But yeah, they'd have wow. a great time. I mean, the first one has a war rig style fight sequence at the end. Mm. So it's got that going on. They they would. Let's just 
say HBO call up Universal, <laughs> make a deal, and get the get the Fast Family, get the Fast Saga involved in the Space Jam movie. <laughs> Who doesn't want to see the Looney Tunes team up I... with Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez? <laughs> I read something about Edge, baby. Come on, let's get Edge <laughs> Ramsey in there. I read something about the um the. Space Jam movie that Batman's going to be in it. Is that the cliff? The cliffhanger is going to lead into Space Jam Two. We figured yes. it out. <laughs> is it going to be Kevin Conroy? Away, I've, got, I've got a knock on the door. Hold on a second. It's 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 a buddy. He says he's made a wrong turn from Albuquerque. <laughs> I let him in. <laughs> um, hold 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 up. It's it's rabbit season, right? Taxi. Rabbit Um That's my terrible Jamie Irons because I can't always do a good Jamie Irons because I still don't think he's a good person. Why is he not a good person? Well, if the gay people can get married, and it's just, I should think they should, they're just going to do it for the insurance. Maybe what's stopping me from marrying my son so that they can get oh god, have my yo know, inheritance passed out without taxes. Jesus. I think he's apologised since, but even so, that thought coming across anyone's mind is a real yeah. this is who that person is moment. Yeah. That was a weird moment for him to try and uh, work on some material there. That material being a jumper, it was on play days. <laughs> um, well, shall we get into Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid? Because I, I still have no idea what, what I'm getting into. You have there's no two, idea. That's there's the two guys running with a gun. Yeah, which one's Butch, which one's um, not as Butch, I guess. So, Butch is on the left. Okay. And Sundance Kid is on the right, because he's he looks a bit smaller because he's further away. So which one would you say is the top? Top. All right. Um, I think they're both switches. I don't know if you'd say that if you're still into Paul Newman's eyes. <laughs> I really hope he's got fucking wonky eyes. What the f... Just because, remember there what is, he did to I, me I don't think anyone who's got better eyes than Paul Newman. Mm. I wish I had Paul Newman's eyes, then every day would be some surprise. <laughs> Dogs die in hot cars. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Well, that ought to do it. And just like the guy whose feet are too big for his bed. Think there's enough dynamite there, Bush? <laughs> Nothing seems to fit those. This is a robbery. Esto es un robo. Raindrops are falling on my head. They keep falling. I always thought I was going to grow up to be a hero. Well, it's too late now. So I just did me some talking to the sun. Listen, I don't mean to be a sore loser, but uh, when it's done, if I'm dead kill him love to and i said i didn't like the way he got things done sleeping on the job i never shot anybody before one hell of a time to tell me raindrops are falling on my head they keep falling whatever they're selling i don't want it but there's one thing i know they're very good the blue me. Won't defeat me. I wish we had rifles. 
They got rifles. We got surprised on our side, right? It won't be long till happiness steps up to greet me. I'll jump first. I can't swim! Why, are you crazy? The fall will probably kill you. Paul Newman, Robert Redford, and Catherine Ross. Well, we're back in business, boys and girls, just like the old days. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. What more can we say? Giddy up. Cowboy? Well, not really cowboy. But, um, yeah, this was interesting. Uh, <laughs> as we started, I realized what it was I had actually been expecting, and I told you, and you, you were quite shocked. <laughs> Yes, when you mention the French Connection, now it makes much more sense. Yeah, I was thinking a 70s set crime thriller kind of thing with... In Los Angeles, of, Yeah, right? in Los Angeles, yeah. With hints of, um, like, you know, in, uh, Western influences scattered throughout. That That's what I, I, I went into this expecting. Um, and I got something quite very different. Yeah, um, I mean, there's crime. Yeah, it's set a couple of years before the 70s. There's, there's Western influences. Yeah, definitely. They make mention of, you know, California, which is where Los mm-hmm. Angeles is. Yep. So... Technically, I, mean, I guess I, get what, I got what I wanted. got exactly what you wanted, just <laughs> not in the right order. <laughs> <laughs> and if you combine their ages, they're probably in the 70s. At that point, all of that. You think... Oh, yeah, I think they were probably, you know, put them together, they're probably about 80. Uh, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Late 70s, if we're lucky. Oh, um, and we are lucky. <laughs> um, That's why we're living in this world currently. <laughs> well, tell me about the first time you watched Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Did you see it at Sundance? How <laughs> oh, dare you? I've never been invited to Sundance. <laughs> first time I saw this film, it was airing on ITV of a Saturday afternoon. Okay. And uh, looked at the uh, TV schedule and said, oh, I've never seen that. And my mother said, you've never seen that? And the family sat down and watched it. And this was when I was, what, like, 13? 14? We all gathered around and figured, well, this won't go well. It's going to be a bit too, you know, an oldie farty film. There's going to be a lot of slow moments. And within the first 20 minutes, I was like, oh, this has got jokes. I like this. It's got jokes. <laughs> yeah, um, they were really good together. It's it's that they're they're they've got, Yeah, they've got a great chemistry. Um, yes, yes, they do. By they, they of course you mean flat nose and yes. uh, bike salesman. <laughs> She's coming um, to uh, Butch Cassidy Plus. See, if last week made me want to play uh, Red Dead Redemption... This, this one made you want to play Red Dead Redemption 2. Even, yes. Yeah, it, it made me want to play even more. Um, and I want to be... I want to go robbing some trains right now. Um, uh, story-wise, there was... I, I, I wasn't too hooked on it. Hmm. Um, but it was just... It was a nice hangout movie. It was a nice... Um, Romance movie. Nice, nice chill out with all the gunfighting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there being, you know, twenty minutes of uh, escaping 
the authorities, the, 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 the crack team of authorities. Just another day in paradise. Um, For you and me. <laughs> um, the, ra- the Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head song was song? Uh, Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. Um, How's that going? Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. That's not how it starts, though, is it? No, but I, <laughs> that's, that's what I remember. Yeah, how does it start? start? I don't know. Dun, 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 <laughs> um, then you're meant to continue. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Dun, 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 dun. Just da, 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 da. I don't know the words, but raindrops keep falling on my head. They keep falling. Dun, dun, dun. And there's more words. Dun, dun, dun. I've forgotten. The words. Um, framed out. <laughs> uh, that was. Uh, it was good. It's a good song. <laughs> it's. Uh, I don't know whether it fits. Well, what do you mean? I don't know. In this, uh, you know, nineteen hundreds set Western comedy adventure. You yeah. don't think a Burt Bacharach song. It's, it's a strange choice, but but the, I don't know. What do you think about it being in I this film? I think it's breaking all the rules, and that's its purpose. Yeah, it's to say we're going to see, we're going to experiment by changing. What do you expect? In the same way that, of course, in uh, in Glorious Bastards, suddenly have a David Bowie song playing out. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, so are you saying that this is like sort of one of the first times they did this kind of experiment? Out of anachronistic period. Right. Not matching non-diegetic okay. music, yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. I, I, I feel like I've seen it done much better with better... Like, right, um, but there's a lot of things that you can say you've seen done much better, but how many yeah. times do you say you have done the first? Okay, yeah, no, no, I, 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 I agree with that. I mean, you could you could go and watch Much Better Man, or you can watch First Man. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of want to watch Much Better Man because I've not well, seen that. That's just uh, Eddie Vedder singing uh, really clean vocals <laughs> of a classic um, old jam here. So, how many times have you watched this since? Twice. Uh, no. So, as in, this is your second time? No, sorry, since I thought you meant. Oh, right. So this it's is my your third time. time. Okay. Yeah, when um, I got the 4K, because we watched this right. on iTunes, but uh, the iTunes is a 4K copy. Right. I watched that then, because okay. I can see what that looked like. And uh, nice. I mean, it's not HDR, but uh, nice. Yeah. And um, has it uh, has it grown for you? Um, or is it a grower or a shower? It was a shower. It was a shower. Okay. Because it's 12 hours long. Yes. <laughs> No, because uh, when I first watched it, it was like, wow, I didn't know that you could do this. Yeah, there are set rules to everything. Right. And uh, I always assumed that uh, any film that was kind of like an old Western had to be kind of stoic and serious and dry. Mm. I didn't realize you could do jokes and have banter and, you know, inform the kind of buddy comedy that would become, you know, Shane Black's motif for yes. decades. <laughs> so it was exciting to understand what cinema 
had the option to be without any of the uh, set menu options. Mm. Uh, but since then, I liked it when I watched it again. But uh, this time around, I've got to say, maybe I was just not in the right mood for it. It's a little too long in the tooth at times. Yeah, yeah. I I, I had that feeling too. Like, I didn't... Uh, <laughs> just like Mel Brooks, I didn't hate it. <laughs> um, but I think it's a film you got to be in the right mood for. I definitely um, hated it. You hated it? I never sat through the whole of the second volume because... Oh, oh for fuck's sake. Twice and two weeks. God damn it. God damn it. Um, damn it. <laughs> yeah, it was... It was good. I found it a bit slow moving. Um, there are times when it just kind of meanders. There is that, like I said, that 20 minutes of running around. It yeah. feels a bit like when you watch uh, the, the uh, Heston Planet of the Apes. And there were just long stretches of just running around. And it's like, I mean, yeah, you've got to pad out a runtime because back then people demanded every film to be two hours. But hey, you know what? Faster editing, more cohesive character work, and suddenly an action sequence can be two minutes and exciting. Yeah, yeah. And not just 20 minutes of people running across a couple of different vistas. There were a fair amount of moments where it was just nice to... To watch them interacting with each other. Um, it's looking over the uh, balcony as they're trying to form a posse. <laughs> yeah. Talking about their real names and yeah. maybe going off to war and virtue and trying to become hero- heroes. That's great. Um, it's a shame they didn't pepper that kind of stuff in more in those. Uh, those well, that's because they are, you know, riding for their lives, escaping. Yeah, but it, it felt like they could have still, like, been. You know, quipping with each other and stuff, you know. Yeah, then they do have the bit when they're about to jump off. Yeah. Yeah, I can't swim. Uh, you'll be fine. The fall will probably kill you anyway. That stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they prefer it in at that point. Once yeah. they know there's a, there's a finality, so they have to have, like, gallows humour. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like it could have been prepped in a tiny bit more. Oh, sure. Um, if anything, they should be joking every time you turn a page. It's like, right, yeah. a joke page. Yeah. Um, and you know what they do with the joke page, right? What? Well, they pass it over because we live in a society. <laughs> you all have to write a joke page. God, I just remember that. They used that line in Justice League. Oh, God. Um, we don't know if they use it in the film. We only know they put it on the trailer. Ah, uh, yes. The film might not use the line, it might use the entire monologue. Ah. We live in a society, which is to say that the society is where we live. You the and society I. Society lives in us. You and I, we think, therefore we are, and thus we live. And where we live currently? Oh, I'll check my Google Maps. Yep, society. <laughs> That's the monologue. <laughs> um, Gonna get the... an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the it's ending... great because it's out tomorrow, so everyone's so excited about it. So you yeah. can still make jokes for now, and then in two days' time, this will be outdated. I should, I'm still. And that's, that two days' time is when people will finally watch, finish watching the, for the. <laughs> I'm still. It's long. It's long. It's four hours. Four hours, one minute, twenty-eight seconds. I'm still. Four one twenty-eight. I'm still fascinated by what's going to happen after it. Like surely, if there's a fucking cliffhanger, they've got to do something with it. Like, what's no, the point don't. in giving all this, all that money? And saying we're not going to continue that franchise, we're moving on from Zack well, Snyder and all that. If 
Because yeah. that's what Warner Brothers want to do. But Zack Snyder's like, wow, ah, but what if I do this and make you do that? It's like, yeah. no, you can't. It's it's a lot of TV shows will have like a big when they're lowering ratings, especially on their first season, they'll try and do a couple of big things where you with a cliffhanger at the end, hoping to threaten the uh, rate the networks to say, look, look, the list, the watchers, viewers we do have are going to want to see the conclusion of this. So you're going to have to yeah. deal with all their anger if you cancel us and they still get cancelled because it's a shitty thing to do. Tell a fucking story. Yeah. Um, well, there's a bit of cliffhanger at the end of uh, Butch Cassidy and some oh, cliffhanger about an hour and ten minutes into this film. <laughs> do we? Uh, well, we we don't know if they just you think they live or they or they die. Well, well, how does the film open up, Johnny? What do you mean? How does the film open up? Tell me how the film opens up. Remind me of the opening of the motion picture Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Oh, um, it's um, oh. it's a uh, it's a little. Uh, like silent film, uh huh. And at the top of the silent film, there is. I can't remember. Intertitles, which mention that Butch and Sundance are dead. Yeah, but as, as, as their way of life. Film. I thought that was just a silent film. I thought maybe they'd survive in real life. I thought they were still what, alive today. What? Yeah. What year is this? <laughs> so, oh, Paul this Newman's is, not even. This alive was in the. This was in the 70s. So... Yeah, Paul Newman's not alive today, so what do you reckon Butch Cassidy gets to get away with living? Well... Did Butch Cassidy help out by making a uh, ranch dressing where all the proceeds go to charities? Because <laughs> he he, find, he found a way to find, finance a company through all the uh, various actual work he did so that uh, all the money getting made goes to other places for good and purposes. Well, see, and there's a just like one of the great people. Newman's own, baby. Yeah. Um, we, we, we support and we, uh, we fan. I'm, I'm going to try this new <laughs> thing. People, I'm going to try and do... People will always say, like, we stand this, we stand that. But I'm not a big fan of... I'm not, sorry, I'm not a big fan of writing letters to people and aggressively threatening them to reply to me. I, I, I enjoy artists from a distance where I can blow my excitement towards them in a normal way so i uh, like like a like an oscillating fan so I, I feel like i'm going to coin this new phrase i fan them I am, a, I am a fan of this particular so i'm a, i am a fan of paul newman you should probably copyright that um probably trademark it first yeah you know, i can get a copyright on it um the uh <sighs> the train robberies we had how many two three um, if you count the one in the silent film at the start, three. Three, okay. Yeah, I, I like those. Those are probably my favourite moments, um, especially uh, the way they <laughs> interacted with the guy that was supposedly um, guarding the, the safe. Well, the, it was Woodcock. Yeah, when they came back to him, they're like, hey, it's Woodcock. <laughs> Let's have a look at you. <laughs> and just that, those kind of moments were, were the highlights for me, I think. Um, comedy and also humanity yes exactly um and the way that yeah the way they just they spoke to him they were just like you know you need to get paid get, you need to get uh paid more and it's just so sweet because they're like yeah they're treating him like nice yeah it's they're, not they're not great. yeah they're not they're not bad criminals <laughs> They're not swearing all the time and being mean they're doing what they're doing and they've got some humanity to them yeah they're just getting by they're, they're gentlemen. 
Exactly. And one of them might grow up and uh, retain his weapon and become, become an old man with a gun. Oh, well, there's an idea. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine? Maybe one of his friends might end up being, uh, I don't know, who else has been in a bantery cop, you know, crime picture? Ooh, Danny Glover? Maybe oh, Danny Glover. Now you're talking. Oh, but you know <laughs> what? Danny Glover's got a particular voice. He's He's got that kind of sweet thing going on there with his lift. So who else has such a great voice that you'd want to put in a car, I guess, would be at that point with them? Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman? No, no. He's too busy coming to America. <laughs> I think I think someone who's got a real Nick Nolte voice to him. Who's got a really Nick Nolte voice? Nick Nolte's got a really Nick Nolte voice. Nolte's got a Nick Nolte voice, but he's got a real Nick Nolte voice. <laughs> I don't know. Who's... Who's, who's more Nick Nolte than Nick Nolte? I don't know. Oh. Tom Waits. Tom Waits, yep. yep. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's, a, that's just, you know... <sighs> That's like the th- that's uh, the three tenors right there. <laughs> yeah, I'd yeah. watch. Redford, um, Glover, Waits. If only they could be in a movie together. Yeah, <sighs> I can but hope. But uh, they're they're all they're all retired at this point, right? Yep. Alas. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. This this one was it was not. Uh, I was going to say it was tough to get through. Not, it wasn't tough, but it was just like we're not together. It yeah, like you missed each other in this moment. Yeah, I think it would have been better to be sat together watching this. Um, it's better for sat together. Yes. Um, I think we would have been in a better mood to to get into this world, but I just I couldn't sort of keep a hold of it, you know. No, um, could you? Would you? What? What? Could you explain that to little Bill? Um, like I, I couldn't, st- I I couldn't stay invested in the story because yeah. because of the aforementioned like um, gaps where not much really happens. Yeah. Um. So it kind of uh, ebbed and flowed. Yeah, yeah, nice. and it 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 made me think because um, you know you're saying this sort of first buddy movie um and it made me think of uh once upon a time in hollywood when nothing happens but i i just love that world and i'm like this i i want i wanted that feeling with butch cassidy and sundance kid but i just couldn't grasp it yeah i can understand yeah but i feel like if i came back to this a few months later a year later um I could really love this film. What if you just, you know, got on a bike? Maybe put me on the handlebars? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I wouldn't mind doing those tricks of a bike. Oh, really? They were quite fun. I'll throw some hay for you. Yes. Oh, yeah. Distract you get into a fight with a bull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I said this while we were watching it. Just reminded me. It reminded me of... Um, Mamma Mia, here we go again. <laughs> With the goat. Remember? Because there's like, they look at each other and then there's a little close-up. And <laughs> I don't know why, but that was the first thing I thought of. What would you... Did you find that a problem? No, no, God, no. Or, or, or would you be happy to be in the situation at that moment? 
a what to be in a situation of a bull? A bull or a goat? Would you would you be comfortable with that? Oh God, no, I wouldn't. Well, ah, well, that's the problem because you have to understand that's the name of the game. Jesus Christ! Wow, that was a long walk. <laughs> <laughs> At least it was in slow motion. You were doing a twirl. <laughs> It's one of my favourite musical sequences from that film. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know what more to say about this, except that it was just... Hey, hey, this is your first instance of Paul Newman, right? Yeah, I believe so. Let's have a look. Because um, you haven't seen Cool Hand. I don't think you've seen I'm Hunt. Not... Nope. Um, I'm going to check his... Colour of Money? Dip... Nope. But I know it already. It's green, so... Hustler? Hustler? A hustler? No. Uh, what's the name? Sting? Paul? Paul Newman. Uh, a Sting? No. <laughs> oh, Christ. Road to Position is one I want to watch. Good luck to you. Um, yeah, apart from Cars movies, I think. I'd suck a... Cars. Uh, where the Money Is? That looks interesting. Twilight? I didn't know he was in Twilight. Um, to suck a you you have to understand that Paul Newman lives in a Twilight world. <laughs> so we did we did do Hard Sucker Proxy together. So just that. You haven't done a Hard Sucker Proxy episode. Haven't we? No. Isn't that the one, you know, for kids? Yeah, but we've never done any episode of that. Because you've already seen it. Huh. Clearly. Otherwise I would have done it during one of the co during our co in November. Yeah. I must but have I... watched it at uni or something. Must have. I I always recall watching it with you. Mm. I wish. Um, I'm great to watch Hudsucker with. I, I I ring in the new year, hearty. Oh. Yeah, apart from Hudsucker and now this and the Cars movies, but not Cars 3. Um, Why not Cars 3? I've just not got around to Cars 3. I do want to watch it. Cars 3 I've is heard, better than Cars 2. I've heard, yeah, I've heard people don't like it, but I like Cars 2. That's awesome. Well, Cars 2 is wretched. The thing about Cars um, 3, though, is uh, looking back at it, it makes a lot more sense, given what's happened, that uh, the uh, the villain in the film keeps trying to bite Lightning McQueen. Yeah. I thought, well, this is a weird thing. He keeps going ka-chow, and he, goes, he, he keeps going hum, 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 and it turns out, oh, no, that's just because Army Hammer was improvising. Right. Um, <laughs> Counter Hot in Roof. I've heard the title. I wouldn't mind watching that. Um... There was one Exodus. That's gods and monsters. <laughs> um, what was uh, what a way to go? Uh, Nineteen sixty-four. He plays Larry Flint, which oh. just reminds me I need to watch uh, the People. People versus Larry Flint at some point. Yep, just to celebrate. Yep. R.I.P. Um, <laughs> that's my line. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm I'm very. Um, Could you not... imagine Larry Flint in the rest in peace department? <laughs> with with what you know, because you know when they die and they come back, they have the uh, form of uh, someone else who actually lives. Yeah, they take that body. What would Larry Flint's you know human form version look like? I've read it because I've only just uh, discovered that he is a. I only discovered that he is. Uh, yeah, I only discovered that he was a real person. When he died, <laughs> um, okay. and I also discovered that um, he is—he's uh, in the—he was in the porn industry, so right, uh, like Playboy kind of stuff. But he was, um, he was like another Hugh Hefner. 
Hustler. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Hustler. Yeah, wasn't not in the porn. He was in the uh, adult magazine industry. I think and, that's called porn, mate. Uh, you're using a particular term. I'm trying to explore the fact that you know he fought against some sanity charges. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know was, um, he was a real person until he died. So I was like, oh, I should really give that what that film a watch then. Uh, oh, Tower Inferno. I didn't know um, Paul Newman's in that. But everyone's in the Tower Inferno. That's the point of the Tower um, Inferno. Um, Who that, survives? It was it was like the original reality show. That's uh, that's coming soon, isn't it? What do you mean? Are we planning it's to Disney see Plus? that? I yeah. no. No. I'm fine. I not watching you said it again. Something about watching Tower Inferno. Mm, we talked about Poseidon. Now, if they want to do, if they want to do Tower, the Tower Inferno. Reboot. Yeah, I'm up for that. Um, I should have watched. Okay, it. right. Let's uh, let's try and work out who would we get to in in the reboot of the Towering Inferno. Who are the modern big 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 celebrities we can put in one of those films? Um, Eddie Murphy. Okay, right. Make it a heist. Mm, I don't like the idea <laughs> of this. Question: um, Who would they be heisting? Um, Paul Newman. <laughs> Paul Newman's uh, remains. How about, and hear me out here, how about it's Trump Tower and they're heisting Donald Trump. And, right, before we decide to rewrite it, because of his demands, we have to write a version of it in which he's also in on it. And so whilst they do succeed in taking his money, he also knows they're doing this and he's helping them out to make him the good guy as well. I have a really bad feeling this is a natural thing. That's genuinely what they were trying to do. Jesus for Christ. And that's what he insisted. And, uh, oh, my God. That's why Alan Alda is playing that role in that film. Jesus Christ. My goodness. I don't know where to go from that. Would you play a Butch Cassidy and Sundance video game? Is there a video game? No, I'm just asking, oh. would you play one? And if oh. so, who would you choose? Uh, I'd probably choose Sundance. Well, okay, because he's better at shooting. Yes. Yep. And also the moustache. Yep. And also that if it's first person, you can still look over and see Birch and be like, "Gosh, poor Newman, you're very handsome." <laughs> yeah, he is pretty handsome. I got. He's got a great eyes. Um. Yeah, I I, I could see a Butch Cassidy and Sundance kids game. Um. Sundance Kids game. Yeah, I could see. Come it. on, Sundance Kids. <laughs> I could see a lady uh, at the Sundance Kids. I can, I, can, I can see a PlayStation Two game of it. Wow, <laughs> like a Reservoir Dogs situation. Yeah, that's literally <laughs> what I've got in my mind. Yeah. Uh, remember when they had a training when they went in the warehouse and did paintball? Do you know what? I don't think I've ever played it. I should really get a copy of no, it. No, you shouldn't. You, <laughs> you 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 would not enjoy it. No. It's embarrassing. I, I still think I, I feel like I need to get it. There's so, some things you shouldn't do because it's actually safer for you not to. That's the first thing I'm going to do when the shops reopen is go to CEX and find a um, a copy of uh, Reservoir Dogs. Or you go that... to SEX and get a copy of Reservoir Hogs. <laughs> last, well, last time the shops reopened, I, I went and found a copy of um, the Series of Unfortunate Events PlayStation 2 game. Because um, I had uh, horrible memories of my childhood trying to play that game. And I got to the, um, the third book in the game. and That Mel Street? Yeah. 
um, and it was towards the end, very close to the end, um, and there was a sort of... The wedding was coming up. Yep. Um, there was a sort of, Well, no, it was still in the Meryl Streep oh, part. Okay. Um, and but you I, knew the wedding was coming up? Uh, no, because uh, Captain Sham was still around. But you knew there was going to be a wedding at one point where Alaska yeah. was going to marry the, yeah. the daughter. <laughs> um, but... Um, so there was a there's a like a little sort of level in it where it was uh, like time crisis kind of thing where you're okay. hiding behind a a thing and you kind of you got to shoot an on rails first person shooter yeah. experience um, and you got to shoot people and you're using a peppermint popper um, which is one of the inventions and uh, and I, I never could get it past the level yeah. And I I just remember spending hours trying to finish that part and never being able to do it. And I, I remember having, like, tears of complete rage. And so we, we sort of hooked up our um, our old PlayStation 2 over lockdown. And when the shops reopened, I went and got, I got a, an old copy of it. And I was like, I'm going to finally finish this fucking game. And I did. It took me two minutes. I was like, for God's sake, all those hours... I was like, oh, I just remember being so frustrated with it. And, I'm, and you know, 10, 15 years later, here I am finishing it easily. Yeah, that was my lockdown. That was, my, that was the main, that was the main... Um, Takeaway. Like, Takeaway. It was the main, main success of my lockdown. <laughs> your, your 2020 was based around the fact that... Uh... One, you, unlike a lot of people, still have a job. And two, yep. you managed to uh, best a video game that caused you so much destruction yep. in your baby years. Yes. Yeah. And you were but a Sundance kid yourself. <laughs> and do you know what? Um, in the weeks what? leading up to getting the game, I, mm. uh, you, know, I still... you were prepping by pretending <laughs> you were playing and just holding a controller and going, shoot, <laughs> hide, I shoot. Was, I was... um. I was still like nocturnal um, and like two, three o'clock in the morning. Some nights I'd just be looking into it and looking at the, um, looking at YouTube clips of it and then seeing all the comments going on about that fucking peppermint pop-up challenge. I'm like, thank you. I'm, fa- I'm so glad I wasn't the only person that couldn't get past that fucking thing. I don't know how he got onto this, but it was a big moment. Um, <laughs> Do you want to ask the question <laughs> before I, I go don't on? Know and on. anymore? <laughs> Are you mad that you spent your life <laughs> focused on something that turned out to be nothing whatsoever? A, I use this podcast as a therapy session sometimes. <laughs> Most and of yet the time. you choose not to pay. <laughs> um, I I pay in my own little way. I I I make sure we have. Disney Plus and HBO Max and Hulu. That's that's how I pay. Oh, that's the Hulu that you do. Yes. <laughs> um, I am not mad. I'm not mad. I watched Butch Cassidy and Sundance because, kid, um, uh, like last week, it's it's one. It's a title that I've known for a while. That's been on my list, um, even though it's very different to what I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm not. I'm not mad. I watched it. Now, what would Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid be a title for if it was a crime picture, a Los Angeles crime picture? Um, would they be like um, two, not detectives, but like, you know, private eyes or something? 
No, before I knew that um, they were the same sort of age person, uh, okay, okay. I I assumed Sundance Kid was going to be a kid, like you know, a, uh, an old sort of eighteen year old, you know, young adult kind of person who Butch Cassidy takes under his wing and is like, oh, I'm going to show you how to to rob banks and stuff like that. So the robbing banks was still a thing that I. I had in the back of my head, or like, oh, I imagine it's something like that, that kind of crime, um, thievery. Um, <laughs> Thank you for putting a description. We know which department to head to now. Yes, yeah. So that that's what I had in mind in terms of a crime movie in the seventies in LA. They weren't uh, detectives; they were the perpetrators of said crime. But yeah, I'm not mad I watched it. Are you movie mad for Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? Um, not yet, but I can see myself, if I give it another try, where I'm in, in a better sort of place to watch it, like in your arms, um, I can see myself really loving this. Um, so I... I'm not movie mad, but I'm not saying I'll never be movie mad for it. It's interesting. But it makes sense, right? Yes. Which, yeah. Are you going to go out and find more Paul Newman experiences now? I think so. Are you going to feel the, the cool hand of Luke? I do want to. I do want to. <laughs> are you going to feel the sting? Yes, definitely want to. Definitely feel the sting. Yeah. Um, Are you going to find out the colour of money? Now it's on Disney Star. Oh, is it? Yeah. The Hustler's not there. Uh, but you can watch the Scorsese I, sequel. I think top of my list of uh, Paul Newman stuff is The Sting. Cars. Just because um, it's referenced in The Office. <laughs> and in fact, was referenced uh, in season four of Ballers. Oh. Dwayne says to this young guy, um, yeah, you know, but... You might have seen Cool Hand Luke, but have you seen The Sting? That's my favourite Paul Newman. And then at the end of the season, at the end of the season, they do the nose-touchy thing to each other through the television after everything's gone kind of wrong and he's chosen like uh, which sports team he's going to go for. And Dwayne Johnson's like, ah, maybe I'll be able to actually get the uh, movie right, the TV rights now to this network. Hmm. It was all a long con. It's like, wow. <laughs> I mean, this is Ballers. Who's, who is watching Ballers who's seen The Sting? <laughs> That's asking Don't a lot of people who are. I mean, Elizabeth Warren has she seen The Sting? <laughs> Remember, That's, that was her favourite show. She tried to do the Obama thing. Oh, she was because right. you know Obama was like you know I I would still I didn't do campaigns on Sunday nights because I wanted to watch Entourage. <laughs> so uh, Elizabeth Warren was like, I love ballers. Oh God. Yeah, who else loved ballers? Who else loved ballers? Doctor Hans Lander. <laughs> I love ballers. Well, um, yeah, I gave him a doctorate now. He's not just a colonel, he's a doctor of TV. Where can we find you for such um, gems like that? You can find me from tomorrow onwards on HBO Max. <laughs> not just watching Ballers, but of course watching the new uh, Ballers spin-off, Saxonander's Justice League. <laughs> or if I'm watching it black and white, Justice League is grey. What? Zack Snyder's Justice League is grey. 
Is that? Uh, That's the title of the uh, Jack of the Justice League Black and White Edition. Oh my god! According to the MPA rate, MPA rating. That's what Jesus Christ. Yeah, do you remember when I posted that picture the other week on Twitter? Yeah. With the the, the Michael Scott uh, face palm. Yeah. Yeah, that's because as I highlighted, Zack Snyder's Justice League is grey. Jesus. Um. And yeah, yeah I'm still, I'm still, I, I wouldn't say that's excited, the pun but they're doing or like depth of cleverness. Jeez. And yeah, I'm I'm still like get geared up for Justice League. I'm I'm looking looking forward. Not excited. Excited is the wrong word, but I'm looking forward to checking it out because what if this is actually really good? What is this? A Marvel what if? <laughs> exactly. Oh, okay. Then yeah. We'll yeah. find out tomorrow. I mean we'll all find out tomorrow, but you can find me on Twitter at Ethan Run to see if what I'm doing and if I'm actually watching it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> You totally will. I bet you will. It's like when you said you weren't going to go see Star Wars and then you ended up going to see it. Um, Wait, you weren't well, going to go well, see well, 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 well. or something? And you uh, Star Wars. Wait, if you're talking about um, The Force Awakens, yeah, I was literally bought a ticket to it by my boss who uh, made me go during a lunch break. Mm-hmm. But you, I, I remember leading up to it, you were going, I didn't oh, want to go and see it. I sadly didn't want to see it, but uh, it was a pay-for ticket. Mm. And it was that. I was like, well, there's nothing else to do. You're here for the day. You can either sit in silence or, uh, oh, I bought you a ticket to Star Wars. You're going to see Star Wars now. <laughs> oh. What? <laughs> uh, okay. Why? Did you, did, I'm surprised you didn't say to him, I'd rather sit in silence. I've got a social <laughs> problem. I can't talk yeah. to people like that. And yeah, I didn't, you know, I, what, I went to see Avengers Age of Ultron. Three, four, four weeks after it came out, I caved and went to go and see it. That was a mistake. <laughs> went to see Infinity War at midnight because I was hanging out with a friend, and he said, "Oh, yeah, that's the only time I could see my friend was by going to see that." And then Endgame was just—I was depressed, and I was like, "Well, maybe this will make me feel good seeing a film, understanding what it's like to see this film." With and he came right to see—he came to see Rogue One with me, right? I did. Yeah, that was you know at the end of this very this... last minute, and <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's one of my favourite Star Wars films. So You're yeah, welcome. You're welcome. Got to yeah. see it in IMAX as well, you lucky thing. It wasn't really IMAX though, was it? Because it wasn't shot for IMAX. It was... Well, what were we, what were we sat in? Well, 70 millimetre film. What what screen were we sat in? We were sat in the IMAX there we screen. Go. So we got to see it in a 70 millimetre presentation. So where were we? We were in IMAX. So we got to see it in IMAX. You're welcome. No, we got to see it in an IMAX. Yeah, please don't. Uh, no, no, no. When I went to see uh, Marvel All Nighter there, right, right, um, they had Iron Man two, but uh, at the thing they said uh, it is not the fifteen uh, seventy IMAX print. We couldn't get that. It is just this digital print. So I've seen Iron Man two at the IMAX, but I've not seen it in the IMAX format. It's, thus, you saw it in seen... IMAX. No, I've seen you it. No, at it's, the... it's like I've seen I got... it at the. I, I got called out recently because I, I said... I've seen Prometheus at the IMAX. I got, I've not seen Prometheus in IMAX. I got called out recently because... Um, I've seen American Nation in the IMAX. <laughs> I got, but it wasn't in IMAX. I, I got called out recently by an American friend because um, I said I was talking about how I went to hospital. 
And they're like, why did you say it like that? To hospital. Because that's how we say it. Yeah. You go to a hospital. You so hospital. I went to IMAX to see it in IMAX. Went to see it in IMAX. I saw, I saw Rogue One in IMAX because I was in IMAX. No, but that's I different. Saw. No, no. IMAX it makes sense to me. Makes sense I, no, to me. IMAX <laughs> is a format and they can project anything onto a screen. I have seen, okay, the uh, <laughs> things you people wouldn't believe. <laughs> I've never seen Blade Runner in an IMAX format. I have seen Honda adverts at the IMAX. Right. I've seen the Odeon intertitles, from which some of them I've actually created myself at the IMAX. Okay. I've not seen them in IMAX because I know I haven't because I know what the IMAX format is and I've not created anything in the IMAX format. Have you seen Trees of Green? I've seen Red Roses too. Oh. Seen them bloom. For who? Me, just you, and you. Oh, what do you think to myself? <laughs> where can I find Johnny? <laughs> um, I am at movie underscore mad on Twitter and on Instagram and letterbox.com slash movie mad. Yeah, there's no underscore letterbox. Um, you can find us at uh, are you movie underscore mad. You can find on... us on Netflix UK at the moment. Yes, you can also. Yeah, very good film. Scary, no, but good. Not scary. Um, not good. I move you underscore mad on Twitter it's and on Instagram. No, no, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to talk over you because I don't like that fucking voice. I move you underscore mad dot, uh, uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I move you mad pod on Facebook. Um, is where you can email us. And in touch. Join us every Friday for Backstage at the Bluebird. And in a couple of weeks' time, maybe, if they <laughs> get. Fast Fridays will actually bloody begin. You stop jinxing it. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, look, I, we, we were going to do Minion Mondays, but that kind of got through the roof. Again. Oh, fuck that! No way. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Hey, um, do you want to do Quiet Place <laughs> kind of time? I don't know when to do a Quiet Place event. But are you excited for that second one? Um, I'm intrigued, but yeah. It's it's annoying. The first quiet place I can't rewatch really because I live in a place that's on a main road, so it's hard to to you know you, you know what I mean. Experience. You want to go yeah. to for the real experience. Exactly. So that's why I booked the double bill like the day that they cancelled it. <laughs> Weirdly, you did it like hours after they cancelled it. You're still like, oh, yeah, it's weird. I'm gonna go. Yeah. I was like, well, well, it's cancelled now, so no one's going to go, so I'll be the only one there. Yeah, you've uh, won the match. Yeah, I've figured it out. I've, I've beat the system. Beat the system. Are we going to do Jungle Cruise June? <laughs> wow. Just, we just sit there all of June doing a podcast a day, working out like, hey, what's Jack Whitehall's point in being in this film? We all know. A how will he day. tell his greatest joke of all time, which is... <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking about the greatest joke of all time because um, some kids watch, you know, American kids they watch Sesame Street. Was it? Yeah, they watch Sesame Street. Yeah. Of course, it's Sesame Street. But, now but his that. kid, his kid, even though he he lives in America, right? Right. He's a comedian working in America. But right? where's he from? Uh, but he's from England. Oh, okay. He's from right. Britain. So he's um, not going to watch Sesame Street. No, no, his kid. Yeah. Get this, you're going to love it. His kid. Watch this Downton Abbey. 
motherfuckers. Mm. <laughs> amount of times we I don't know, it was English. Fucking trailer. <laughs> oh, oh, happy Mother's Day to us all. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's, what's, uh, what's next week's film? Uh, I don't know, because <laughs> <laughs> the other kids there just watch the American programs because they're American. He's English. You know, it's it English. Would, yeah, but it would it'd be cool if you could tell us what next week's film is. <laughs> oh, oh, the thing is, his accent, <laughs> personality, is so disparate from the culture in which he will be growing up in, based on the fact that the roots of his father. <laughs> <laughs> who is the uh, creditor's co-creator like a Chips Hardy situation <laughs> it's just the funniest joke of all time uh, uh, and, and the crowds I mean if you remember that scene from the film's trailer the crowd goes wild I, I, and feel, like we need to, I feel like yeah. we need to just lower the volume as you keep going on I, just, no, I, I don't know how to set up next week's episode It'd be cool if you could try and do that as well at some point, but you haven't been able to I explain. Cool. I can't be what? cool. I need I need to see a film about being cool to figure out how to be cool. Well, that'd be weird. What are you talking? You've re- I, you've managed to suck out the gas of one of the greatest, if not the greatest, joke of all time by whatever you've just decided to say. <laughs> That's how I roll. You gotta be chill. E. Are You Movie Mad is part of the Podnose Network, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network, produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com.